Welcome to Housing Developments. This is Jerry Howard, and for the first time in our podcast programming, uh, I'll be flying uh, solo today. My wingman, Jim Tobin, is elsewhere uh, working on, uh, on some of the important legislative and political issues that the association is facing. And it also gives me a chance to address, I think, what is probably the, the single largest internal development uh, that's facing NEHB and maybe one of the single uh, biggest decisions that NEHB's leaders have ever had to make, at least in my tenure, which is a pretty long tenure at this point. As many of you know, and all of you need to be aware, the NEHB leadership, the board of directors at the recommendation of both the senior officers and the convention committee leadership uh, voted to make the 2021 IBS a virtual event. It was a very difficult decision that our leaders had to make. And first, I want to congratulate uh, my colleagues on the staff. For the past several months, uh, they have worked tirelessly um, to both prepare for a live event, but also monitoring the marketplace, monitoring uh, the health crisis, monitoring the after effects of the health crisis and the restrictions that would be put on the IBS. Um, so that the decision makers um, would have the benefit of all the data we could give them. And let me tell you, in my career, there has never been an issue, internal or external, where there have been more questions and fewer concrete hard answers that had to be addressed. And so the decision makers actually postponed making a decision a couple of times so that we were sure we were getting the most recent data, making the most recent analyses. And in the end, the market spoke. The market being our exhibitors. When we left Las Vegas uh, after the last IBS, many of you were aware that we pre-sell space for the next IBS during uh, whatever IBS is ongoing. When we left Las Vegas, we had almost 450,000 square feet of exhibit space sold already. When we got back home, our sales force was busy working. Uh, We were making great sales. We were keeping right on par with our average for the months before a show. And then COVID hit. Sales came to a screeching halt and they stayed that way for about two or three months. And then not only did sales stay really slow, if at all, cancellations started to come in. A trickle at first, but over the course of the summer, more and more, so that when our senior officers and our leaders made the decision to cancel the IBS last week, we had gone from 450,000 square feet approximately in January, February, March to just above 200,000 square feet. So the financial viability of the IBS was coming into question. Moreover, Our polling of attendees or potential attendees for IBS was softening. During the course of the summer, NEHB members uh, and other attendees were very, very bullish on coming to IBS. But they always expressed underlying concern about the future of the virus and underlying concern about what restrictions would be put on the IBS experience. And so as we got closer and closer to the deadline when we had to make a decision, which was mid-October. More and more of our members were expressing an uneasiness about attending 
or a lack of enthusiasm about attending because of some of the restrictions. Some of the restrictions, by the way, were every time anyone went in or out of the Orlando Convention Center, uh, they would have to get a, a temperature check going back in. Whether you got one that morning, that afternoon, and just stepped outside for some fresh air or not, didn't matter. You'd have to get back in line and get a temperature check. There were going to be one-way aisles. There, there was limited availability of education, uh, as every education meeting room was going to be limited to 50% of, their, of the normal occupancy. The networking opportunities were becoming virtual there was going to be no opening ceremony, no spike concert. Uh, some of the uh, various networking opportunities for our constituencies, the councils and the centrals, um, they weren't going to be the same as they had been. And so the attendees were saying, hey, wait a minute, this may not be something I want to come to. The factors there with the attendees and with the exhibitors led our leadership to make the decision that they had to make both to protect our financial viability going forward, although make no mistake about it, we're going to lose money, but also to protect the brand of IBS going forward in the eyes of our attendees and just as importantly in the eyes of our exhibitors. So they made a tough decision. Um, it was a very interesting time, and I applaud them for taking the leadership to make that decision. And what does that mean going forward? Well, it means in 2021, we're going to be able to take advantage of the fact that so many other trade shows have had to cancel and go to a virtual platform, that we have seen what they've done, we know what they have done well, and we will mimic it and improve upon it, and we know where they've stumbled, and we'll make sure that we don't make the same mistakes. Not only I and not only our team, but the entire trade association world right now is watching NHB to see what we do with our virtual trade show. And we're really excited to take that lead. We're going to put on the best virtual trade show that anyone has done thus far. And I encourage everybody to take part in it. Just as importantly, we're already beginning for the 2022 show. With our partners at the National Kitchen and Bath Association, uh, who are the, the, the principal sponsors and owners of the KBiz show, which co-locates with us, and with some of the other shows that have been damaged by the COVID virus, we are looking forward to the 2022 show and putting on the best live show that we've ever had. To be honest with you, I'm as excited about the 2022 show as I've ever been about any show we've had. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, once again, uh, NEHB, I believe, has adapted to a terrible situation, made the right decisions to protect the market, to protect our attendees, uh, to protect our staff, uh, and also to prepare the organization for the future. So, I would like to applaud uh, the NHB senior officer team, applaud the leadership of the convention committee, and once again, thank my staff for the dedicated efforts. Uh, I think that um, people who most of our members never see on a daily basis, people like Denise Miller in marketing, Denise put in a great deal of time. On our economics team, we had people like Rose Quint who were doing surveys that they've never undertaken before, surveys of our members and surveys of exhibitors, asking probing questions on a monthly basis to make sure that our leaders had the right data. And then, of course, convention staff did their utmost 
to protect our flanks and make sure that if we could go forward, it was going to be as good a show as we could have. And the communication staff making sure that we were monitoring everything that was going on. It was a team effort from start to finish, and I'm proud of the team, just as I'm always proud of the team. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for your continued loyalty to NHB and to the organization. You're going to be amazed at what kind of a great experience uh, the virtual 2021 IBS is, and you're going to be equally proud of the 2022 IBS when we come forward with that next year. Thank you all for listening. Please subscribe to Housing Developments. And we'll be back next week with Jim Tobin to hear his thoughts on the uh, confirmation hearing of uh, Judge Comey uh, and to see where we stand a little bit closer to the election. Thank you all very much. This is Jerry Howard, and this has been Housing Developments. (laughs) 